Hey, I'm so glad to be here with you on Vision Sunday. And what an amazing year it's been, hasn't it? 2021. I uh, think about all that God has done here at Hope Community Church. We have three new staff members that started this year. Do you remember that? We got uh, Max, Drew, and Star. What a blessing they've been. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a blessing. God, God has added three more elders, which has been tremendous. Uh, Ed, and then Steve came off his sabbatical in 2021, and now Brian Davis. And I'm so grateful for these guys. Yeah. Um, there's going to be some clapping today, so if you just, you know, we can just get warm up your hands, I guess. Um, how about this? Many of you started attending Hope Community Church in 2021. Isn't that cool? Praise the Lord for that. So it, it has really been an exciting year, and before I even get started, I just want you to hear me say thank you to every one of you. Thank you, church family, because we wouldn't have made it through this year without you. And, and I mean that genuinely. Um, this was a church, there, this was a year where you as a church rose up. And, and because of you, we were able to reopen a lot of our ministries. We have kids in their classrooms learning about Jesus this year because of you. Uh, we, I don't know if you remember this. You remember we threw a picnic right across the street for the neighborhood as a coming out of COVID Man, that was an amazing thing. We baptized three people at our church picnic, and um, we started doing work days. Thank you, Ed, for getting us all to work on Saturday mornings. And um, we've really rallied to improve this facility, and we raised over $40,000 for the facility on Generosity Sunday. So let's give God some praise for that. That's, that's because of you, church. So I am thankful for you. I'm thankful for each and every one of you, and I'm so proud of this church. I'm proud of what God did in 2021. Um, We gave in 2021. We served. We got connected. We loved people who were hurting. And I am just so proud of this church. And I want to invite you right now as we talk about 2022 to come after everything that God has for us as a church. Let's not hold back, but let's run after Um, God's great vision for our church family. Um, We do. We have a great vision. um, But like we've been talking about over the last few weeks, uh, you can't accomplish great vision without great unity. And so we want to continue this series here at Hope today, um, Unity in the Church. It's called Church United. And I want to show you three benefits of unity. What could God accomplish in us? What could God accomplish through a church that is united. Before we get to our message today, I want to mention that next week we're going to start a brand new series called Beautiful Tension. Have you ever noticed that there are certain truths in the Bible that seem at, at kind of at tension with one another? Like, isn't it interesting how all of our sins have been forgiven in Jesus, and yet the Bible encourages us to confess our sin? Or, or maybe, you know, how do we live, like Jesus said, in the world, but not of the world? Creates a little bit of attention. Or what's that whole thing about God's sovereignty versus human responsibility? How does all that work? Um, We can't let go of either of those truths. We hold them in tension. And so I want to invite you, come back next week, and let's explore some of these beautiful tensions of the Christian faith. That'll be our next series. All right, so let's let's get back to Church United. Uh, How amazing is Church Unity? 
was thinking about our elders this week, and like I mentioned, our team is, our church is led by a team of elders. We make our decisions in unity, but you guys know the elders. We're all different people. Like, we're all unique in our own special way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, just, just think about uh, the, you know, in football teams, for example. Um, we're, we all like different football teams. I'm a Broncos fan, Colorado boy. Um, my team didn't do very well this year, so that was, that was disappointing. Uh, Steve and Brian are Steelers fans. Do we have any Steelers fans in the room today? We got two. <laughs> we got two Steelers fans in the room today. Uh, Tom likes that team. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and and uh, get this, we only have one Eagles fan on our board, Ed Erickson. He is our Eagles fan. Oh, there's some other Eagles fans in the church today. So, uh, you know, he's, he's our hope for, uh, yeah, anyways. Um, what could possibly bring together a Cowboys fan and an Eagles fan? Only Jesus, right? Only Jesus. Only Jesus could do that. So just remember, unity does not mean uniformity. Um, we come to this community with many differences, and yet God has united us in Christ. And, and uh, we see that, you know, even, even on our elders. You know, what unites our elders? We love Hope Community Church, and we're all in for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what's true of our leaders is true of our entire church. We are united in Christ. And God has united us for a purpose. We are here today for a reason. Remember Jesus prayed for the unity of the church. He prayed in John 17 for the unity of all believers. And he prayed for that unity for a purpose. Jesus has a purpose for us to fulfill. He has a vision for us to, to realize. Do you remember what that vision is? So that all the world may believe. And that is our passion, and that is our calling as a church. We are united in Christ for a purpose. That all the world may believe. Now, today I want to show you Three benefits of unity from Psalm 133. And I'll read you the psalm. Psalm. Fortunately, it's just three verses. And so uh, it won't take too long. And I, I would like to read it to you in the New King James. Hear the poetry. All right, King, you guys know what I'm talking about, King James? A little bit of poetry. Listen to this. Psalm 133. Psalm of Ascents of David. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren and sistren. We'll put the sistrens in there. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. It's like the precious oil upon the head, running down the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It's like the dew of Hermon, descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Wow, let's pray. Father, thank you for today. And uh, it's already been an amazing morning so far. Um, 
how incredible it is to worship you. We realize you are an awesome God. You are the eternal God. I am who I am. And your purpose for your church is unchanging. And so I pray today, God, that you would unite our hearts in Christ and that we could celebrate some of these blessings of unity that we have together. And we ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I'm excited. Vision Sunday, three benefits of unity. Um, number one from Psalm 133, first benefit of unity is joy. Man, life is so much more enjoyable when people are in unity. When we are in unity, we see that in verse one, how joy flows from unity. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. First thing we see is that unity brings joy. It's good. It's pleasant. I want you to imagine with me a family going on a long road trip. And you've got some kids in the back seat, maybe a brother and a sister. How many of you know that can go wrong really quick? Yep. A little bit, a little disunity in the back seat and not good, not pleasant, right? Some of you have been there. I'm thinking about this. Our family's about to attempt this for the first time. We are, we are about to take a 12-plus hour road trip to Florida. I know some of you guys have done this before. This is our first time, so pray for us. Okay, we got brother and sister in the back seat, both under seven years old. I could use your prayers. Maybe pray a little blessing of Psalm 133. How good and pleasant for brothers and sisters to dwell in unity. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I could use some of that. Let it be. And we're going to do everything we can to survive this trip. And uh, we've got the snacks. Got to have some snacks. Uh, activity books. Uh, we've got to have some activity books and some songs to sing. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking today at, at a song of ascent. And that was actually a song written for a road trip. Did you guys know that? Psalm of ascent. Three times a year. God's people back in the Old Testament would make a journey to Jerusalem for the three big celebrations. And some people, that was a, a short journey. Um, remember, this was to walk. You know, they didn't have the, the SUV. Um, they packed up the, the camel, the donkey, got their sandals on, and they walked. Those from, from the far reaches, they would walk as a family some three days, some five days. And they needed some road trip songs. And the Psalms of Ascent were those road trip songs. Why are they called the Psalms of Ascent? Because Jerusalem is in the hills of Judea. So you literally went up to Jerusalem. And as they did, they would sing this song. How good, how pleasant it is to dwell together in unity. Unity brings joy. And, and we gather joyfully today on Vision Sunday because of the unity in our church. You know, God has done an incredible work here in bringing this church to a place of unity. You can feel it here. You feel the unity on the, on the elders. We feel it. You feel the unity when we gather together to worship in our relationships with one another. It's exciting. And my heart again and again is overflowing with joy because of the unity in this church. See, God has given us an amazing gift. Any of you ever been a part or experienced a church that's going through division? How many of you know that's not pleasant? That's not good, right? God has given us an amazing gift. 
And we want to keep that gift. How do we do that? Just like we learned last week from Ephesians 4, we make every effort. Do you guys remember that? Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. And that might look like, um, that might look like working through a difficult relationship and maintaining the love through that difficulty. It might just be saying, you know what? It's not about me. It's about Christ and his kingdom. We want to maintain the spirit of unity in the bond of peace. We sing the song of ascents when we gather together. How good and how pleasant it is when brothers and sisters dwell in unity. Isn't it an amazing thing and a special thing to be a part of a church that's united? One of the gifts that God has given for our church. So that's the first benefit of unity. Number one, joy. Number two, anointing. Anointing flows from unity. And there's a second benefit of unity here that uh, maybe we often overlook. It's found in verse 2. Unity, he says, it's like the precious oil upon the head, running down the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. I'm looking at a really nice beard here. I wish I could model this for you all. We have to ask, what's, what does all this dripping oil have to do with unity? You have this oil that's running down Aaron's head, it runs down his beard, and it drips on his garment, on his clothes. What, what does that have to do with unity? And uh, what we... You know, what we see here is it's very clear. David has in mind the anointing of the high priest, which was a ceremony that involved oil. And, uh, we can be thankful that we didn't use any oil this morning. You know, it could have been a little messy. But God said to Moses in Exodus 29.7, He said, you, you shall take the anointing oil and pour it on his head. That's Aaron's head. And anoint him. And God did that with Aaron, and God would do that with Aaron's sons. He would anoint them as they became priests in the house of the Lord. And you say, what does this mean? You know, and not, the oil here speaks of the anointing. And, and the anointing starts on the head, it flows down the beard, and it goes all the way down to the edge of the garment. And it just shows us that anointing flows from unity. One of the signs of unity is that what's on the head flows all the way down to the fringes of the church. And uh, we have an amazing vision here at Hope Community Church. But it's not enough for just the elders to celebrate this. The whole body needs to be anointed. It's not just for, enough for the elders to be anointed. We need, we need the anointing to flow to the whole body of Christ. Oil needs to flow all the way down to the edge of the garment. And Scripture says that happens where there is unity. So what does that mean? You know, some of you here today could be the, you might be the newest person in the church. Maybe you're just watching online. And if the Holy Spirit is working a unity in your heart, you have a part to play in this vision. But there's, there's an anointing here for you. Because what's on the head, where there is unity, belongs to the edge. Belongs to everyone here. 
at Hope Community Church? How are our neighbors going to come to know Christ? Wouldn't it be amazing if, if our friends who, who maybe aren't, aren't followers of Jesus, they're still figuring things out, wouldn't it be amazing if they all came to Hope and they heard the gospel and they experienced God's presence in worship? That would be incredible. But like you, I have many friends that don't know Jesus and they're not ready to come to church. You know, who's going to touch their life? You know, um, guess who they're going to touch? They're going to touch the edge of the garment. The oil on the head will flow all the way down to the edge. And God will use you to impact somebody's life for Jesus Christ. And part of our vision here at Hope is that, that you would have the oil on you to make a difference in somebody's life for Jesus Christ. That ministry in your front yard, that counts. The way you represent Jesus Christ at your workplace, that matters. And we just want to make sure this oil, where there is unity, flows all the way down to the very edge of the garment. There are so many opportunities to get involved, so many ways we can make a difference. Maybe you've been coming to Hope Community Church for a long time. And I just want to encourage you right, where, to, to rise up in 2022. Where the oil goes down, the church rises up. And that could be serving in children's ministry, helping our kids learn about Jesus. That could be, that could be giving 10% of your income back to God in 2022, something the Bible calls the tithe. It could be opening up your home for a fellowship or for a gathering. Something powerful happens. When we bring our gifts and we unite them with other believers and the Holy Spirit anoints us for his kingdom and his glory. It's an incredible thing. It's one of the benefits and blessings of unity. Number one, joy flows from unity. Number two, anointing flows from unity. Last one, blessing flows from unity. There are many benefits of unity, but I, I got to say this. Save the best one for last year. Blessing flows from unity. Look at verse 3. David says, Unity is like the dew of Hermon, descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. I love that. There the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. It's pretty amazing. What is the blessing of unity like? It says it's like the dew of Hermon. I had to look that up. Do you know Mount Hermon is the highest mountain in Israel at 9,232 feet? Pretty cool. Mountain receives an annual average of about 60 inches of precipitation. That's unusual in the Holy Land. A lot of Israel is pretty dry. When you get to Mount Hermon, you get about 60 inches of precipitation. In the winter, the dew of Hermon turns to snow. And so on Mount Hermon, you can find Israel's only ski resort. How cool is that? And David says, when unity comes down, it's like the refreshing dew of Mount Hermon descending on Mount Zion. And he says, there, 
The Lord has commanded a blessing, even the blessing of blessings, which is what? Life forevermore. Think about that. Blessing flows from unity. Three times a year, God's people would make that long journey to Jerusalem. They'd make the arduous journey, some three days, five days with their, their families. And why would they do that? Because on Mount Zion stood the temple of the Lord, the house of God. This was the place of God's very presence on planet Earth. And it's here that God commanded the blessing. It's here people could begin to experience that life forevermore. And as we come to learn, as God unfolded his plan of redemption, is that this temple actually predicts what God would ultimately do in Jesus Christ. Everything in this temple foreshadows what we have in Christ. There's an amazing study right there just on how the temple points us to Jesus. But through faith in Jesus, this is cool, right? And his sacrifice for our sins, remember there was a sacrifice at the temple, that veil in the Holy of Holies was torn down. And because of Jesus and through faith in Jesus, through his sacrifices for sins and his resurrection unto life, that temple presence of the Lord comes to me and it comes to you. And listen, even the blessing of life forevermore. All the blessings we have are found in Christ and in the unity we have in Jesus Christ. Even life forevermore. If you've never put your trust in Jesus Christ, this is the day. Don't leave here today without receiving that gift the presence of God. We become, we become living stones. The dwelling of God. Experience his presence. Experience life forevermore. Leave here today without doing that. What are the benefits of unity in Christ? Number one, joy. Being a part of a church becomes a whole lot more enjoyable. Amen? Anointing. God has an anointing for you. You have a ministry. Blessing. Where there is unity, God commands a blessing. And so I want to end this, this portion with a time of worship. Before we go to our, our meeting, I want to take a moment and connect with God. You guys know a church in worship attends to the presence of God? The Bible says that God dwells in the praises of his people. What we do here is, is really powerful. This is not an add-on. This is it. This is us coming to experience the victory of God. He is here. and He is your victory. He is with you. He is your life. And that life begins now. It lasts forever. We have a lot to celebrate. We, we have a unity as a church. We have, we have a life to celebrate. And we have a vision to take us forward. That all the earth may believe. What an amazing God we serve. So I want to invite the team to come up and we'll pray and then Drew will come up and, and tell us what's next. So Heavenly Father, 
Thank you that you're worthy. You're worthy of, of all of we have to offer. You're worthy of our gifts. We count it all as a loss for the sake of knowing Jesus Christ. I thank you for the blessing of unity. Thank you for what you can accomplish through a church that's united. And I pray that each of us would commit this morning to walking in unity with you and in unity with one another. We can't do that on our own. I have sin in my heart. We have sin in our heart. And sometimes we make it about us and not about your kingdom. Fix our eyes on the throne this morning. Let your blessing rain, rain down. Rain down on thirsty hearts. Strength, God. Mercy. Forgiveness. We ask for joy to spring up in hearts that need to know the joy of the Lord today. We pray for those who are walking through difficult circumstances. God, would all the blessings of your presence rain down on our hearts this morning. Thank you for the victory in Christ. Thank you for the life everlasting. And today we say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth will be full of your glory. It's from glory to glory that we worship you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, let's stand. Let's celebrate the blessings of the Lord.